to the Be The Change podcast, a global volunteers production where we will explore people traveling, volunteering, and living outside their comfort zones. Welcome back to the Be The Change podcast. I'm Ruth Curran, and I'm so glad that you're here with me today. In this episode, we'll be hearing stories from people talking about one of my absolute favorite things about participating in a global volunteer service program. It's that ability to take a deep dive into a community, to immerse yourself into a culture, and to actually experience life on a day-to-day basis in a village or a city or a setting that's quite different than our daily lives. An amazing experience and one that I love talking to people about. The four stories that we'll hear today are from people who traveled all around the world and took that deep dive into a culture and came back understanding that culture just a little bit better, understanding the people, their ways, and actually got a flavor of what it feels like to live in that community, even if it's just for a short period of time. It's one of those wonderful side effects of participating in a service program and one that I'm so happy to share with you. So sit back, relax. Let's hear some stories about change that came about as a result of looking at life from a different perspective, maybe through the lens of someone who lives in a faraway community. Our first two stories today come from the same person. I thought it was really interesting to hear Lynn, a longtime team leader, tell the story about how it feels to become a part of a culture, to actually look around and experience and be part of that day-to-day routine, to feel the rhythms of a village or a city from two completely different areas of the world. These two stories that Lynn told me in our conversation represent different ways of looking at that deep dive into the culture. So let's listen to them both. The first story comes from a trip that Lynn took to Greece just after the economic crash and things weren't looking so bright in the country. We were talking about where they stayed and what the people did and how sustainable their lifestyle was. And then Lynn told me this interesting story about how she sees a community reacting to what's happening in the world. They sort of have taken a situation that is not great and seem to have adapted it to me in a very positive way. And this last trip, that was even true about the refugees. You know, there's a refugee crisis there with so many Syrians who who are trapped literally in Greece. I think it's 60,000 or something. And the same thing, they said, listen, you know, we're going to help these people because they're human and it's the right thing to do. And they're really, again, many Greeks don't have very much, but I noticed that they are helping them. One of the assignments that we had when we weren't at the school with the students was packaging clothing that the Greeks had donated for the Syrian refugees. That was very inspiring to me because, again, these people don't have much themselves, but yet they're, you know, they feel bad for their neighbors and these people that have to leave because of war. So it also kind of tells you that there's, no matter what your circumstances are, there's lots of people that are worse off. kind of perspective only comes from really getting to know a community 
and understanding the hearts of the people that you're dealing with on a daily basis. The second story that Lynn told me was from a recent trip that she led to Cuba. Lynn lives in Florida, and many of her contemporaries, friends, co-workers, people that she deals with on a daily basis, came from Cuba. They have very mixed feelings about travel to and from Cuba. Lynn looks at leading service programs to Cuba as a way of honoring those friends, those friends that don't feel like they could go back. Lynn beautifully tells the story of what it feels like to be part of a service program and live in a community in a little town in Cuba. Let's listen in. The great thing about this trip was we stayed in individual homes within a neighborhood, kind of a little suburb of Havana called Miramar. And we all were within walking distance of each other. So the opportunity that was to interact again with the locals, watch the kids go to school in the morning, talk to the coffee shop neighbor. Um, it reminded me of a European city. The people were so friendly and so welcoming. And when they realize that you're volunteers and you're there to help them in any way they want, um, it's a whole different different game. I have I have friends who have gone to Havana on with tour groups and these people to people trips and and on cruise cruise ships and they see nothing but the museums and the tourist attractions, you know, in Havana. This was a whole different experience and I loved it. Our next story is from Evan. We've heard from Evan before. She's been on multiple service programs all around the world. But she keeps going back to one, the program in Romania. That program has gotten into her heart, and she returns year after year. In our conversation, Evan told me about two things that relate to what it's like to take a deep dive into a culture and to step in for a moment. The first one has to do with Global Volunteers' presence in the local community. The second one surprised me a little bit. Evan talked about the impact that volunteers can make on a community and how they too can make a lasting impression. Let's listen to her tell that. One of the things I've noticed in really all of the teams I've been on, and it's one of the reasons I keep going back on a, on a lot to a lot of places, is in, in the majority of their locations, uh, Global Volunteers has in-country uh, country managers or team leaders or, you know, whatever they're, they're calling them, but people who live in that community and who have an ongoing relationship with that community. They're not just someone who drops in as a tour guide, you know, and, and, and the volunteers do something or someone who's there, you know, in and out, you know, periodically. It's someone who is there after we leave. Um, and who has, you know, built these relationships over time. So it's very much a, a, a relationship business, which I think is important. Uh, the other thing that I think is, is notable, uh, people in the community, whether they're associated with the host organization or not, see volunteers coming in and it gives them a different picture perhaps of Americans. You know, it's, it's Americans who are North Americans who are, uh, 
participating, serving, it, it breaks down those barriers and those stereotypes. When I go to Romania, uh, I'll, I'll see the same staff in the hospital over and over and over again. And they hug me and they recognize me and they probably don't remember my name. But, um, you know, they, I think, realize, wow, these people keep coming back to work with these children. I think it sends a huge message of, you know, love, quite honestly. So it's, I think it's particularly special. Our final story today comes from Jeff. I thoroughly enjoy my conversations with Jeff. We seem to cover so many topics from so many different angles. In this conversation, we were talking about his recent trip to Cuba. It just so happens that while they were there, the world was celebrating the International Day of the Woman. Jeff tells the story of what that felt like to walk down the street in this little town in Cuba with a team full of women. We might be able to learn a thing or two about how this culture and maybe a few others treat each other and respect each other. Let's listen as he tells this beautiful story. We were in Ciego de Avila, Cuba on March 8th, 2017. And that just so happens to be International Day of the Woman. And our team, everywhere they went, were, were saluted by the people of Ciego de Avila. And they were told, uh, Felicidades. Felicidades is like saying congratulations. So congratulations on International Day of the Woman. And they were presented with uh, crocheted flowers while serving in the sewing workshop. They were presented with flowers when they were in the community garden. Um, and the people of Ciego de Avila just would walk out from a front porch or their, their front door and wave and smile and, 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 and shout felicidades. And once again, it was a sign that Uh, Our global volunteers are so welcome in a community. They were made to feel special. And and I can only use that word welcome again. So welcome by our community partners and by the community in which they were serving. So it was a treat to, to be there on that special day, a day that we really don't celebrate much here in the United States. But in Cuba, it was a very important day. Uh, that made our, our volunteers feel even more special than they already were. It's just so eye-opening to hear stories about what can truly happen when you step into a community and experience a culture. Get to know the day-to-day rhythms of a place, the people, the food, the music, the sounds. Thank you for joining me today. In our next episode, we'll be hearing stories about changes in expectations. In each of the stories we'll hear, there was a moment where expectations shifted. Whether that person came in with no notion of what was going to happen at all, with a completely open mind, or whether they had some idea of what they might be doing and how the experience might feel, there was a very interesting shift. Here's a sample of one of those stories. It doesn't matter if you're purple or polka dotted or 
wearing jeans or wearing a suit or what have you, we get to connect with people. If you'd like to learn more about any of the people featured in today's episode, go to bethechange.blog and choose episode number four. If you'd like to learn more about participating in a global volunteer service program, go to www.globalvolunteers.org. See you next time.